I tried to get a Tucker Carlson text to sport text to uh, voice thing to work, but it just it kept fucking up. You know, doing weird shit. Folks, what are we to believe that Danny is not properly using whatever app he downloaded? <laughs> and it's not working. Unlike the app I downloaded, which lets me play Java Edition Minecraft on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what are we to believe, folks? <laughs> what? Am I owned? <laughs> Am I owned? <laughs> Pull out the phone. <laughs> Dude, it's real, it rocks. <laughs> what does that say? It's the Polak launcher. <laughs> <laughs> You can run Polish Minecraft on your phone. You can't you can't craft a sword correctly? No. You can connect to multiplayer servers and get killed by Germans. That's what I do all day. Trump today at his rally in Allentown, Pennsylvania. By the way, nice trucks. You think I could hop into one of them and drive away? I'd love to do it. <laughs> Just drive the hell out of here. Just get the hell out of this. I had such a good life. My life was great. Is that real? <laughs> Is that real? Uh, yes, it's like four years old, but it's real. Oh, my God, man. Shout out to Allentown, where I ate at a Wendy's recently. Okay. <laughs> More American males now wear bracelets than eat stew. Ooh. That's an Adam Carolla tweet from four years ago. <laughs> Is that true? Um, I still wear silly bands. I don't know about you guys. I wear silly bands and I eat a hearty stew. You know, I only have a stew maybe once, twice a year. Silly bands, that's every day. Uh, what else? <laughs> what else? Shinzo Abe, the former prime minister of Japan, who was assassinated on Friday, did not tweet about Hillary Clinton the day before he died. A screenshot purporting to show such a tweet was fabricated <laughs> by the I, AP. I mean, it's of course logical to blame the Clintons for everything and ev of course. anything, but it's so cool to believe that Hillary Clinton just had this Japanese businessman as her shooter ready to go at any time. <laughs> just ready to invent... Like, <laughs> the equivalent of a Hadouken to throw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he invented a handheld rail gun. Very fucking cool, man. Uh, the nine-barreled gun was very... I can't believe he didn't decide to go with that one. Right? Like, just Swiss cheese to... Like, I mean, or... I think the, the barrel shot independently, so, like... They it was like one shot, two shots. So I wonder if it would have been nine separate shots. <laughs> like it would have after he got tackled, it would have kept, kept going, going off yeah. like uh, like those fire crack, like all the firework videos from Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> it starts spinning out of control, dude. It just looks like people's like blocks are getting shelled because they aimed the fireworks the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, they say the Japanese government has arrested him, but actually the American government has contracted him to build the Halo Energy Sword. <laughs> That's, that's very true. And we'll be using it real soon. We'll be testing it on the podcast. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, Tony Sirico. I don't oh, yeah. know. Uh, I guess that happened right after we recorded, too. Mm -hmm. Kind of a more important death. <laughs> Affects me more personally, <laughs> I think. Uh, man lit his camper on fire to face own garage to appear targeted due to Trump flag. This is that, you know, that classic tweet of the guy that wrote Black's Rule on his uh, driveway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody did that again. That's so cool. Uh, and then he allegedly he filed several fraudulent insurance claims about it. <laughs> The real American dream is getting away with an insurance fraud complaint. <laughs> <laughs> it's lying to a company so they have to write you a big check. <laughs> look, look, look. He put Biden 2020 and Antifa. <laughs> and a big anarchy A. Like. <laughs> Antifa. <laughs> BLM. It's awesome. There is like... There's, like, that town in Florida where people would, like, take out, like, big uh, insurance policies on, like, an arm or a leg and then shoot it off with a shotgun <laughs> yeah. and get, like, $250,000. I want to insure my left arm. There, he, the, fucking, like, Errol Morris tried to make a documentary about it, and they are like, we'll kill you if you, yeah. if you tail. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Leave us alone. It was, like, one-third of, <laughs> one of the country's... Uh... First, they'll take out a life insurance policy on him, though. 
one third of the country's like limb loss insurance claims were coming from that town. At That's one point. so awesome. <laughs> uh, the guy who spray painted his garage, he submitted uh, insurance claims totaling more than three hundred thousand dollars, but he managed to get sixty one thousand dollars <laughs> before they caught him. Yeah, he they then were like, oh, that makes sense. We'll put it in the Antifa pile. <laughs> he then accused his insurance company of quote defrauding him. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real drug addict. Trio charged with possessing stolen handwritten lyrics to the Eagles Hotel California. What? <laughs> they should have kept them, folks. How about that? I don't I don't get it. Those uh, lyrics are the on the Eagles internet. fucking suck. So did they do like a heist for the Hotel California lyrics? Yes. Yeah, but I could find them on genius.com in no time. That's, that's they robbed Joe Walsh out of his like adult diaper. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was gonna say the lyric sheet to Hotel California is, is like a fucking like a like a dark energy imbued object. You know what I mean? Like they were probably trying to harness some sort of like Moloch energy with that item. I've just I've had a long fucking day and, and I, I hate really the, the fucking, fucking eagles, eagles man. man. Absolutely. Fuck you. Get your own cab. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect movie. All right, look, I wrote this, so I'm going to read it. I, I'll probably cut it, but I, it's the thing I tried to get Tucker Carlson to say in the AI, so you guys just have to, like, go along with... You, you have to we give have to me some slack. pretend you're a robotic... Yeah, you yeah, have to cut me some just, slack. Yeah, just do it in, like, a little Tucker voice if you can, and it'll all be... <clears throat> or just say, what are we to believe first? Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the news. Tonight's story, I recently went on a date with a cute guy, and I actually thought he was going to call me back. This was two weeks ago, folks. Stupid me, I guess. We spent one magical night together, and now, not a word. What is happening? It used to be you could settle down with a career man before 30. Now I have to know how to bust it down at 44? This is not the America I grew up in. It's certainly not the America your parents grew up in. What did you guys think of my talker? I, I like that. I liked, uh, I like, it's, you know, Tucker's tired of having to throw it back. <laughs> That's right. Age. Yeah, he's got to get one of those pillows to get his arch right. Yeah, <laughs> he's like my TMJ is acting up. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one health inspector podcast on the left. I am your host, Tepid Soup Joe. Unbelievable. What, that I can't come up with something? That they don't know something that exists in bad food restaurants. Your dishroom Dan. Yeah, what are we to believe, folks? That he's not dishroom Dan? That he doesn't get real soapy every single night? <laughs> soapy and sudsy in the sink? Right. Soapy and sudsy in the sink? Well, if I've been dawned, is that the right word? That's if I've been crowned dishless, dish, dish, dishless Dan, dish, dish room Dan, dish room Dan, yeah, dishless Dan, your dish, dish pit, dish pit Dan, yeah, your dish, dish pit Dan, pit Dan? God, God damn, I've been demoted. Is the dish pit? No, the dish room is the dish pit. That's what it's called. We here at Boomer Death Squad are serving you live from uh, the dish rooms of the news. We are serving you the leftover gristle and scraps that we scrape off of websites That's that right. are. Directly translated into English from Han Chinese. <laughs> Preach. And I'm your manager telling you to scrape <laughs> the grease off the wheels on the bottom of the uh, prep tables in the kitchen. <laughs> day before the health inspector's coming, even though I could have told you to do this at any point if it was really necessary. <laughs> we have a wonderful show for you folks this week. We're starting up with a wonderful tale for your whole family. Lauren Boebert's uh, family-themed barbecue gun restaurant has closed for health violations. Wah, Permanently? Wah. Uh, uh, no, temporarily. We'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> you know the show The Bear? It's about the reopening of her restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they need a yeah, chef. They need a, they need a proper. The chef, the chef has the biggest gun in the re The chef has a desert eagle. <laughs> well... Uh, Lauren Boebert is not without a contingency plan, uh, and we'll get that. We'll get into that uh, in this article. Um, but uh, first, we've—it's uh, called rep 
Representative Lauren Boebert's gun-themed open carry restaurant closes in Colorado by Micah Solner in the Washington Times. The Washington Times is, of course... <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. newspaper responsible for the death of Shinzo Abe. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're wondering what those people were thinking about, let's get into it. Uh, all right, so he uh, starts out, he, she, I'm, I'm really not sure, Micah... M-I-C-A? Solner? I don't know. Uh, Representative Lauren Boebert's open carry-friendly restaurant in Rifle, Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I'm fucking moving. (laughs) Officially shut its doors this weekend due to its lease not being renewed. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't paying the rent. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Miss Boebert, Colorado Republican, said the news from her landlord was a shock, given that she and her husband had owned the establishment dubbed Shooter's Grill since 2013. It was a shock that she didn't pay the fucking... Oh, is that what it was? That's what it says. That's what it says. (laughs) Due to its lease not being renewed, she didn't pursue fucking keeping the restaurant open. She's like, what the fuck? Well, this could also... that, That could be one thing. It's her not managing it. Or the landlord could want her the fuck out of there and be like, we're not renewing your lease. Right. There wasn't really much wiggle room or anywhere to compromise unless we bought the building ourselves, Miss Bobert told the Post Independent, referring to her new lease. The congresswoman said she plans to maintain Shooter's place in the community via a scaled-down version that could look like a bakery or coffee shop. <laughs> oh, she opens, like, the first Black Rifle coffee store to justify it being worth $900 million, trillion dollars. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she runs yeah. the front. Yeah. Uh, quote, I would say shooters, for any employee, was their life. We lived and breathed oh, it every single day. Bitch. They, <laughs> they were a part of this culture and brand that we created in Rifle, and there was a lot of pride with that, Miss Bobert says. She picked a gun-themed town in a gun-themed state <laughs> to open a gun-themed restaurant. Yes, yes. And she was like, every employee here, this this job is their life. It's my life, too. I don't give a shit about being a congressperson. <laughs> I am sitting there, I'm thinking about new hot sauce. <laughs> How can we... This is the Barrett 50 Cal hot sauce. It'll smoke your whole head off. <laughs> I'm only a Republican because John Cornyn is the national sauce master. <laughs> Uh, Shooters served about 100 tables a day and employed roughly 75 people. Jesus Christ, they employed a person per table? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) 75? How big was this restaurant? Massive. 75 fucking people? It was like... It was like a fucking pork processing plant shut down in that community, and then she bought the factory (laughs) and turned it into a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, Servers were given the... Okay, so... This, by now, this is pretty well established. If you didn't know the shtick of her restaurant, it's that the servers were given the option were given the option to open carry firearms, including semi-automatic weapons, while working there. Fucking sold. <laughs> Just the oh, oh, every drop the check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's always sunny. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you have two chest holsters and you uncross them and distress. <laughs> Dude, if you could wear a gun, I would go. I would dress like fucking <laughs> like Omar from The Wire. Yeah, yeah, I have a gun on my ankles, <laughs> all over my uniform, like Flair from fucking Office Space. <laughs> a special shotgun strap. Yeah, exactly. This is the No Tippers Bird Shotgun. <laughs> The restaurant's gun-inspired theme was sparked by someone being beaten to death outside shooters and employees requesting open carry. All right, you're right, Danny. Maybe she didn't pay the rent. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, the Texas Mafia is coming for her. The Colorado <laughs> Mafia. The Mountain Mafia. Mountain Mafia. Mountain, Mountain Ma- Mafia. They're going to send a bear to her house. <laughs> It's it's like it's like when Young Dan told us there's like highway robbers in Montana. Yeah, there's like there's like mountain men. Yeah, shout Colorado. out shout out to Young Daniel currently <laughs> contesting the land of the highwaymen <laughs> in Washington State. He wrote trying a... to take it back. Is he going out there again? He's there right now. Love you, Young Dan. He, he asked me if I wanted anything, and I was like, bring me a surprise. <laughs> Tell him to bring me a surprise too. And text him. The congresswoman said she devised the idea of owning the restaurant after ministering to female inmates at a local jail. 
She wanted to give them working opportunities after their release. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Bobert is giving the cast of Oranges the New Black Handguns. What are we to believe? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Miss Bobert, who has been a staunch Second Amendment advocate in Congress, previously said her restaurant was a symbol for upholding gun rights. That's good advertising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've become a voice for the Second Amendment, and it's a voice I'm proud to have, Miss Bobert told the Denver Post. Shooters Bar and Grill versus the Supreme Court in decisions <laughs> that they find in favor of Shooters Bar and Grill. <laughs> uh, there are so many voices darkening the Second Amendment, and I'm proud to be a part of those standing and taking their place and saying, no, we rightfully own our firearms, and we're responsible with them. If you really want to support the Second Amendment, Shinzo Abe's assassination <laughs> was a prime example of someone just inventing a weapon and then shooting it like a fireball at their enemy. <laughs> <laughs> like Bowser to Mario. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I guess that was it. That was the end of that article. <laughs> well, wonderful folks. Uh, is Bobert the one who, like, abandoned their child? Yes. Okay, well, shout out, Bobert. I can't wait to eat the... Uh, chili from your new cafe that serves chili <laughs> made of your son yeah yeah all right um so <laughs> we're gonna move on to uh a kind of a different style of article i guess we're we're, we're wading into what? true crime how's that all right i <laughs> the true crime corner Yes, that's right. Ready? Yeah, yeah, ready? <laughs> it's like a... I thought we were going to do like kind of like a film noir thing, like a... Well, no, I think he's doing a dramatic uh, piano line. <laughs> <laughs> I th I was confused why you were going so jazzy with it. To be honest, Me? yeah, yeah. I got I got. My name is Matt, and I'm here to say <laughs> I like true crime in a major, major way. I, I was thinking I was thinking of like a a guy in like a trench coat giving you like the scoop under right. like a spotlight yeah. right. for whatever reason, like a. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get the scoop, huh, folks? Um, True crime corner, baby. <laughs> it, it is it is a bit of a di a, div a divulgence from our our normal uh, topics, but we're staying with um, our friends at Penis Job Media and our good friend Kevin Downey Jr. Back to this dickhead, <laughs> folks. Iron Man is here to tell us the truth about Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is the article. Bigfoot bait. Bare-handed fisherman kills friend he feared would feed him to Sasquatch. Oh, uh, let me be clear. I'm going to do that to Matt. I'm going to kill him because he's right. going to feed me to I'm going to summon Joey, Sasquatch. I'm, I'm sorry. Me, me and you, bare hand, bare hand. I'm, I'm killing you. Uh, so you I, can't feed me to the Sasquatch. I think I might kill you. <laughs> let, let, me be clear. To the let me be clear. I Little do either of you know. He admitted it. He's going to feed me to the Sasquatch. I already Sasquatch. called the Sasquatch. He's going to eat both of you. And there's no way. Well, Joey and I will team up, and two of us <laughs> together, we will definitely take on the Sasquatch and then put you in his belly. Screaming. Yeah, right. Me plus the Sasquatch versus you guys. Good luck. We <laughs> will immobilize you from the beginning, and you'll be in a sealed barrier until the Sasquatch <laughs> is. Right. Joey and I will perform shadow clones who will cast the barrier okay. around you and seal you up, and then we'll take, okay. we'll fight the Sasquatch. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's see how these two Oklahoma men uh, dealed with the Sasquatch. Probably don't know barrier jutsu. That's for sure. <laughs> two Oklahoma men went noodling, catching catfish by hand, but only one returned. <laughs> Another life and death game of noodling from those Oklahoma boys. <laughs> I think there's a big catfish yet to be uh, <laughs> and they're all be. sworn to secrecy by it when it eats their friend yeah. <laughs> it's wise Larry Doyle Sanders 53 killed his fishing buddy Jimmy Knighton because he believed Knighton beckoned Bigfoot to dine on Larry Bernie Sanders how could you <laughs> uh, classic boomer death squad trope a Wait. guy with three names killer isn't Bernie's son named Larry I thought in now Levi, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he probably has more I'm, than uh, one. I'm naming my son after pants. <laughs> <laughs> I am a uh, big fan of Attack on Titan. <laughs> the two men went to the South Canadian River in Pont P Pontotoc County, Oklahoma. That's pretty South Canadian. <laughs> to do some noodling, which involves using their hands as bait annoying catfish into biting them, <laughs> then grabbing the fish by the mouth. 
The sport is considered dangerous yet popular with red uh, with redneck sportsmen. <laughs> there used to be a uh, TV show called Hillbilly Hand Fishing, all about this. <laughs> okay, if there was ever like a type of hunting that more deserved to get to lose to the animal, I do not know it. <laughs> your whole job is to just like wiggle your fingers in its eyes until it. it bites you, and then you Gr- yeah. eat it, yank it out of the water. You should have to bob for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that's a sport. Uh, this brief video breaks down the art and science of noodling, and he attaches like a video of two two Oklahoma men, not these guys, but two other Oklahoma guys wrangling with some cats. Presumably, have not murdered each other over Bigfoot related. <laughs> <Presumably>. <laughs> we no. cannot be certain, though. No, this is a recurring issue in the noodling community. <laughs> Yeah, this is what every other episode of Justified is about after the first one that I've seen. It's a noodling dispute gone wrong. Yeah. There's a saying, noodle in threes, uh, you'll be free. Noodle in twos, one kills you. That's a, well, That's They a teach you that. I've heard man. that, yeah. Uh, it wasn't immediately clear if Knighton used a Bigfoot call or summoned Bigfoot in some other manner. Sanders is lucky his friend didn't signal Bigfoot with a Sasquatch mating call. That's pretty funny, Kevin. Pretty, oh, look at him, tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> Maybe he supports the Bigfoot murderer. Now that is a comedian. Well, Kevin's a man of logic, actually, so the only reason he would say something like this is if he knows what it's like to be fucked by Bigfoot. <laughs> um, I have really tiny feet. I know there are bigger feet. I know there are bigger feet than me, liberals. Prove that. Look at my tiny, dainty little feet. <laughs> uh, the Elk Mound Bigfoot Research Center has recordings of seven supposed Bigfoot centers Sounds and knocks. Knocks when Bigfoot knocks on the door. <laughs> got a secret code. Yeah. Hey, are you oh, home? Yeah, Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, all right, so now, Kevin, he gives us a little facto-rama. That's, that's his wording, not mine. Facto-rama. An undated map claims there have been almost 147 Sasquatch sightings in Oklahoma, including four in Pontotoc. Pontotoc County, where Larry thought he was Bigfoot's main course. An undated map. Uh, yeah, I think what that really means is it's a fake map. Yeah. <laughs> a I... map? A map sold in gas stations. <laughs> <laughs> Along, alongside Bigfoot bobbleheads. We should go find Bigfoot in Oklahoma. This is obviously mm-hmm. where he's at. Put him on the mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> just a creature howling in pain. <laughs> yeah. we, have, we have him chained to that pole. <laughs> we know you can talk. Every time the bone saw starts, he starts screaming. Yeah, he's, he's scared of it. Yeah. Uh, Sanders claims Knighton called Sasquatch and then attempted to abandon Sanders to the hunger pangs of the camera shy beast. That's when Sanders, fearing he was about to be a happy meal for a squatch, began to <laughs> <Squatch>. beat, <laughs> began to beat, choke, and drown Knighton. Sanders claims they fought for almost an hour before Knighton was killed. <laughs> That's Holy so shit! Sick. You'd think Bigfoot would have shown up by then. You just go fishing with this other old asshole. Then did you just call Bigfoot on me? Yeah, you have to fight him to death. No, I did not just call Bigfoot on you, you fucking psychopath. You lose to him. You, <laughs> you lose to the Bigfoot accuser. Oh my god. The Bigfoot like, accuser. Me. That's a curb episode. Yeah, it's like close. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's been going on forever. You're rolling around in like the shallow power water. Fight. That's longer than it takes most militaries to invade a city. It's like an anime fight. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> At the pain fight with some other old asshole on the river. All right. Uh, back to the true crime. Knighton's ex-wife, Stacy Kelly, described Knighton as just a decent old rural boy. He is the kind of person who would truly love you to death. I don't know why I left that in. <laughs> or, or truly call Bigfoot to eat you. You decide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This who trial knows? hasn't been decided yet. Who knows? No, no, no. He didn't call. Sanders got away Innocent in time. until proven guilty. <laughs> this, this happened. <laughs> is Knighton the, the caller or the... Knighton's, Knighton's the, the caller. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, can't fuck around like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it gets even weirder. Sanders' daughter is dating Knighton's son. So... <laughs> <laughs> this is a planned hit. When the young man asked about his dad's deliverance from the woods, Sanders simply replied, Your dad's not coming back. <laughs> he's fucking insane. There's a squatch out there, and he's eating daddy. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Uh, Sanders admitted to his daughter that he killed Knighton. The police then arrested Sanders on an unrelated warrant regarding bringing meth into a jailhouse. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) This is the coolest guy to have as your fishing buddy. (laughs) That's when he admitted to killing his fellow noodler and drew a map to help authorities find Knighton's body. From the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation arrest report, Larry advised he believed Jimmy was trying to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Wow. Okay, so this guy knew he was going to try and kill him and try to run away. Jesus Christ. Uh, Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. Larry and Jimmy fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. Authorities also report that Knighton seemed to be under the influence of something when he was arrested. Well, that Knighton seemed to be under the influence of something? They just He just fucked that up. Maybe a little bit of that uh, that jailhouse butt smuggling he's been doing. He's been uh, smoking on the side. No, dude. It, Knighton's the guy that fucking died. He didn't get arrested. Kevin just fucked this up. Yeah, Kevin, fuck you. You suck. You're bad at writing. <laughs> Box me. <laughs> Ladies, if you're Kevin Downing Jr., please reach out to Matt to uh, box him. <laughs> oh, and that's where he ends it, too? Yeah, that's uh, that's it. He ends it on uh, saying that the guy who died was the one who did the murder. And he didn't even end it with, like, Kevin Downey Jr. lives in an apartment. No, he did end it with that. Quirk. He did end it with that. I've, we've just read it, like, four times. He ends every article with the thing where he talks about how cool his apartment is. I live in my apartment. Um, the Epic Hadrian's Wall. <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> The wall is between me and getting pussy. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We are going to move on now, folks, to the third website this week, The Palmer Report. I don't remember when the last time we were there. Maybe it was last week. Maybe it wasn't. In classic Boomer Death Squad fashion, we are punching across the aisle. Yes. Those loony dems looning about. What are they up to? Let's hear about it. Uh... Yeah, uh, so we've got a we've got an article by Robert Harrington, who I don't know if we've read before. I think we have gross okay. Anglo name. Oh, Anglo name. Well, we're gonna get into some fun Anglo stuff in this article. Oh yeah. Uh, he wrote an article called Oprah. If you're listening, dot dot dot. <laughs> One man's plea to Oprah. <laughs> One man's open letter to Oprah Winfrey. Are you there, Oprah? It's me, Robert <laughs> Harrington. <laughs> Come on, Mister Oprah. I left you all the clues. You could have saved them. <laughs> All right, so he starts out here. I am what you might call a quiet admirer of Oprah Winfrey. Lame, lame, (laughs) dumb. Shut the fuck up, man. I don't often tell anybody about it, but I really do like it. Just a quiet British magazine. in his his office. He's got like a Jaguar or stuff on the wall. (laughs) He has a small TV that an even smaller man cranks for him so he can watch it. What does he watch? Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) I really do like this Oprah. Um, He talks to Carl Urban. I've seen very few of her shows and know only what most people know about her. But what, Big fan. But Name I, three songs, pussy. <laughs> but, but what I have this seen... Is that Oprah shit? And what I do... That's one of the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's boat. These bitches love Oprah. <laughs> 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 if we had any honor, that'd be what the episode's called. <laughs> uh... But what I have, but what I have seen, and what I do know, has been largely positive. In short, Oprah's scorecard with me has been excellent, and it would be perfect were it not for one thing: her taste in people sucks. Oprah has a bunch of fake friends. <laughs> uh, from the inappropriately angry Doctor Phil, that guy's going to be the Republican candidate for president. One Why day. is Doctor Phil in scare quotes? Doctor, I don't know. He, they didn't just put doctor in quotes. They put Phil in quotes. <laughs> Phil, his name's not Phil. If, I think it is. That's a that's a great stage name to adopt. Doctor Philadelphia. His name's like Ramzan. He's actually a Chechen guy. They don't want you to know. Uh, to Deepak Chopra, pussy Chopra. have me floating. <laughs> Feel like Deepak yeah. Chopra. <laughs> 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 That's true. <laughs> uh, to anti-vaxxer Jenny McCarthy, Oprah Winfrey has had a career-long love affair with junk people, promoting junk science. 
possibly the worst of the bunch is Quack Medical Man Doctor, Quack Medical Man Doctor Mehmet Oz, or Dr. Oz for short. <laughs> His disdain for science and disregard of evidence-based medicine is legendary. Well, no, it's Turkish science. It's a little <laughs> bit different. You wouldn't understand. It goes back centuries, where our science only goes back... 300 years. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck to Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, that's what he was telling. <laughs> Fuck to Greek. Albanian is dog. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. He's just like, he's like, and for our next segment, there's a Turkish flag waving behind. <laughs> Glorious Turkey. Oh, man. I might have to cut this, but my my Greek, uh, I'm sorry, my Turkish coworker today was talking about how all the bad Greek knockoff uh, food is all stolen from Turkey. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, Yeah. I know, man. Every every time you see an Iranian guy selling a Greek gyro, just know that's Turkish. (laughs) (laughs) He's a sweetheart. Uh, were it not for Oprah and her promoting him, we might not even know his name. As it happens, he's another Trumpist Republican celebrity, wholly unfit for public office, running for the United States Senate in a state in which he doesn't even live. Okay, now this is where we get into a little thing about Dr. Oz that I don't think I was fully aware of. Dr. Oz lives and maintains a mansion in New Jersey. John Fetterman's been emailing me about this every oh, really? day. Yeah, every yeah. day. John like, Dr. Oz lives in New Jersey and doesn't want you to smoke weed, bro. <laughs> That's very every compelling. Every single day. Uh, New Jersey is where he last voted, but he's running for the Senate in Pennsylvania, and he is that state's current Republican nominee. His residency in Pennsylvania is so tenuous as to be legally non-existent. His in-laws, with whom he stays from time to time, live there, and he went to school there. But because he's rich and powerful and was endorsed by Oprah at one time, he's managed to get away with the fiction that his principal residence is in Pennsylvania, even though it isn't. Like I said, it's in New Jersey. I don't know if his Oprah endorsement really has much play in that Oprah still pulling the strings, (laughs) changing his residency. Uh, as a former resident of both states, this guy, Robert Harrington, lived both in Jersey and uh, PA. Anglo, Anglo, Anglo. <laughs> Chased out of New Jersey by <laughs> yeah. glorious mobs of yeah. Irish and Italian retribution. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the three of us. Yeah. Uh, as a former resident of both states, I can vouch for the fact that they are very easy to tell apart. I never had any problem with it, except for small pockets of Republicans here and there. New Jersey is a blue state. <laughs> I would run into some small pockets of Republicans. Here, here and there, it's not like a conservative suburban sprawl where the only thing they believe in is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania, on the other hand, is a swing state. It was the last state I occupied before moving to England. Yeah, that's right. Go home. <laughs> Yo, get the fuck out of here. Go home, Harry. <laughs> Uh, and go drive a fucking itty bitty diesel car the wrong way the for nine hundred dollars a gallon. That's <laughs> what you fucking deserve. Uh, and as such, I was privileged to cast my absentee vote there for the win- winner in twenty twenty, Joe Biden. You shouldn't be able to do absentee ballots from England. No, no, no fucking I'm way. very passionate about that. That's actually. our enemy, bro. Exactly. Seventeen seventy six. Yeah, they're probably interfering with the vote. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's British vote. We need to have a tea party. <laughs> we need to dump some tea. Joe Biden, you know what you must do in your heart. <laughs> what is what is? You must intervene in England. Mm-hmm. What do we over the next Tory election? <laughs> what do we import from Britain? We need to dump a bunch of it. What do we import from YouTubers? Britain? Yeah, nothing. YouTubers. We need to throw a bunch of YouTubers into the sea. <laughs> Drown yeah. ninjas. Drown them in the Atlantic. That's what I like to hear. No, ninjas from, like, fucking, like, Oklahoma or something. It'll still prove a very important point. Yeah, we, I mean, (laughs) yeah, to see if he's a witch. Uh, (laughs) Oz knows he couldn't get elected dog catcher in New Jersey as a Republican, so he's running for Senate in Pennsylvania where he's got a better shot at it. The good news is he's losing in the polls to John Fetterman, the Democratic nominee. 
You're a small man. I will crush you like an ant. <laughs> That's what his bullshit. That's what his ad should be. Yeah. <laughs> John Fetterman doing Bane speeches. And Oz, Oz is short, right? <laughs> yeah, Oz is. A... No, Oz is six feet tall. It's oh, just what? Fetterman's fucking nine feet tall, so it doesn't matter. I thought Oz was like five five. No, he records all his videos and takes pictures like he's a manlet. So he <laughs> looks it's smaller. Appeal to manlet. He's he's like, look, I'm a small guy. I'm just a little guy. He's... Nuclear fallout zones of Pennsylvania. He's like, <laughs> I'm a little doctor. <laughs> so the good news is that he's losing to John Fetterman. The bad news is Fetterman recently had a stroke. Both men are contending for the seat being emptied by Republican Pat Toomey. Even as a recovering stroke victim... Pat Toomey noted for defeating the Admiral. The, uh, the Admiral? The guy who briefed Joe Sestak. <laughs> got, defeated him? Yeah, he defeated the Admiral for at, his at, seat. In Wait. battle at sea? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how you become senator of Pennsylvania. You have to win a naval battle against the current senator. What's that guy doing now? Just Is he running one of those China Watch like YouTube channels? Probably. Yeah, yeah her, him and Virgil, Texas have gotten jobs with the, <laughs> with the young turks. He ran for senator in Pennsylvania? Huh? He ran for senator in Pennsylvania? Yeah. I did not know that. Is that where he's from? Yeah. I thought he was from Delaware. No. All right. Uh, even as a recovering stroke victim, Fetterman's odds against Oz are good. But one thing would make them perfect. If only Oprah would come out and remove her endorsement from Mehmet Oz, she could do that any time. Why doesn't she? At the end of every episode, she's like, dutifully, I must endorse I must Mehmet Oz for the Pennsylvania set. I must re-up my, my endorsement yeah. for Mehmet Oz. Yeah. Doctor. Esquire, Mehmet yeah. Oz, Sultan. Uh, Oprah is one of those celebrities who could become governor of Illinois with a nod, or even the Democratic candidate for president of the United States at the price of a few beads of sweat. <laughs> but she has the rare good sense not to. She knows she's unqualified, and unlike with, say, Donald Trump, that piece of self-knowledge has actually stopped her from running. Yeah, Oprah knows she's unqualified. You have to be a lawyer to be in charge of the United <laughs> yeah. States government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's They're the law. There's some evil enchanted skull with the top carved off, and depending on who you are, you have to do some different type of, you know, offering into it. And Oprah, it would only take a f three beads of sweat, and she'd get to become the president. Yeah. Uh, it would be even better if Oprah could apply her political good sense in a practical way and publicly remove her Im impermature, impermature, whatever the fuck, from Mehmet the malignant mountebank. Mountie back. Shut the fuck up, Anglo. Yeah, Mountie back. Montbank? I'm from New Jersey. I moved to England. You're the worst <laughs> guy to ever live. He probably affects a British accent. Yeah. But over there, they're all like, oh, here comes Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another guy that looks and acts exactly like them. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. <laughs> um... Uh, perhaps she's embarrassed to admit it. After all, telling the world she was wrong about Oz means she has to tell the world she was wrong in the first place. I am pretty sure. Yeah, that's why she her. endorses Oz every single day. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it would certainly do us a lot of good. There is simply too much at stake in the midterms to get it wrong. So, Oprah, if you're listening, well, you know what to do. Uh, yeah, Oprah reads the Palmer Report. Oh yeah, beautifully. Uh, and as ever, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, comrades and friends, stay safe. Thanks. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> and uh, that was all we have from, uh, what's his name? Bobby Harrington. I bet that's a fake British name. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Bill Palmer's British character. <laughs> yeah. What's so, eating Bill Palmer? <laughs> no, now I'm a British man. <laughs> We all know that Oprah died at the Battle of Little Bighorn. Well, my book predisposes his. <laughs> Maybe she didn't. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going right back across the aisle, folks. <laughs> right back to the, to the beginning of the show. I guess we forgot that we already did a PJ Media article. We crossed the the aisle, now we're crossing back. We've crossed the Rubicon so many times. Yeah, we are the Purple America. <laughs> we, we needed to go back to the... Uh...
Back we to the uh, future, Libyans, we, Matt. <laughs> we need to go back to the porta potties and get a PJ. Get a PJ. You went to the right. porta potties and there was like a bath or a hand washing thing set up outside. You were, so... you were telling me that you washed your hands in the porta potty. I was like, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> it's it's a separate. I, I think you figured out how to spray piss on yourself. <laughs> it's a separate. It's a separate dispenser outside of the porta potty that probably also is piss. Okay, so let's see. How are we going to transition from that to this article? Okay, folks, we're talking about porta Joe potties. Biden, China, Joe Biden, China, China, Joe Biden. Right, porta potties are probably made in China. Porta potties, they're made in China, folks. What are we to believe that they don't wash their hands? <laughs> what are we to believe? <laughs> That the blue sure. powder is good for you? What are we to believe? That I eat it? I'd say that is a good enough transition. Uh, and we are going to get into this article, folks. Biden, the Manchurian Candidate by Jonathan W. E. Mord in PJ Media. <laughs> e. Mord. My dyslexia made me read that as Jonathan W. N. Word. Right? <laughs> right. That's what I thought it said, too. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, what's up? <laughs> Like, that's, that's a little too close. Like, maybe, I mean, he writes for PJ Media. It's probably that's a badge true, of yeah. honor. Yeah. It's probably a pen name. All right. Uh, let's, let's, let's dive right in here, folks. Uh, no one should doubt that Joe Biden is a Manchurian candidate. The- um, old reference, you have to call it the Winter Soldier now, so Marvel heads know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, one can, no one can deny that uh, Denzel Washington is playing Joe Biden. I would vote for him next time around if Denzel Washington played him. Gotcha. Mm. Voting for Joe Biden as played by Denzel Washington. Uh, the evidence supporting that conclusion is considerable. His actions repeatedly harm American national security and benefit communist China's quest for economic and political domination of the world. Yes, President Xi. The Shintoists and the Anglo are gone, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. The public still thinks I'm senile, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, on July 11th, Tucker Carlson complimented... Uh, complimented the work of talented investigative reporters, including those at the Daily Mail and the New York Post, which first broached the Hunter laptop story, (laughs) cataloging documentary evidence tying the Biden family to influence peddling by the CCP. The New York Post is just like... It's the Daily Bugle from Spider-Man, but for hunting Democrats. It's the greatest (laughs) piece of news media in the 21st century. I want pictures of Hunter Biden. Pictures of Biden. I want to see his penis. I want pictures of Hunter Biden's penis. (laughs) And by God, do they get them to us. Uh, Carlson went one step further, however making the penultimate case that the CCP's influence peddling has borne fruit repeatedly. The penultimate case? (laughs) <laughs> the case before the final case. Okay. It's bad word choice, man. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he what he means. Learn to, to say here. Thesaurus, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the penultimate case that the CCP influence meddling has borne fruit repeatedly in Biden administration policies that benefit the communist regime at the expense of the United States. Owned. That case has constitutional ramifications under a clause Democrats vigorously asserted without evidence against President Trump. The foreign the foreign emoluments clause, Article One, Section Nine, Clause Eight of the Constitution. Dude, this is for the Constitution heads oh, of yeah. the Republican Party. Yeah, real Still crazy numbers. after all these years. <laughs> like the sovereign citizens. Oh, yeah. Good Lord, is he yeah, not they're a like quote? Joe Biden wants to try Donald Trump as a traitor for calling Mike Pence gay. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try try Joe Bo- Biden as a traitor for Hunter Biden getting a blowjob while smoking weed. <laughs> smoking crack, even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> that rocks. In a sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> what? He was yeah, in a sen- yeah. sensory deprivation chamber smoking crack and with, getting blown. That's with, so sick. With like a night vision camera, yeah, too. Yeah, with night vision goggles it's, 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 you know, it's a sensory deprivation tank, so it's completely black in there, and the footage, he's just green. <laughs> so he has like some special fucking camera that he's recording himself. What, are, we, what are we to believe, folks, that Hunter Biden is Shrek? <laughs> that he lives in a swamp and hangs out with a man he calls 
donkey? <laughs> what race do we think that man is? <laughs> wake up, folks. <laughs> Let's continue to wake up uh, with some China Watch, right? Uh, <laughs> while, while evidence relevant to that clause abounds in the case of Joe Biden, Democrats in the mainstream media have turned a blind eye. Um, it looks like this next huge paragraph is him just quoting the Constitution. <laughs> uh, this is the Boomer Desk on Constitution read. Yeah. We should just read the Constitution, like, <laughs> like after taking 15 whippets each. Dude. <laughs> Be on the lookout for the next episode, yeah. Yeah. folks. When we both think that the other ones are screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Being so loud. Uh, if Carlson is correct, Biden is guilty of violating the for Foreign Emoluments Clause by receiving, when he was vice president, through a joint bank account with Hunter, funds from foreign state-controlled entities, which were then used in part to pay Joe Biden's debts. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, that, Joe's debts. I that's forgot. A, that's a throwback to uh, a pretty old episode of our show when we read all about Biden's horrible debts that he put himself <laughs> in his yeah, entire yeah. career in the Senate. Dude, it's the Kavanaugh system in the modern day, I guess it's the Biden system more accurately, yeah. which is just getting increasing amounts of debt until you're the, the president. deep state needs to pay for it yeah. when he, eventually. Right. <laughs> like the U.S. government paid for $250,000 worth of Brett Kavanaugh's baseball tickets. <laughs> <laughs> My babe wanted a beach house, Matt. Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Yeah, in Rehoboth Beach. <laughs> he just watched Rehoboth Beach turn gay. I needed a compound to walk around. Uh, he thereby profited directly from Hunter's foreign influence peddling. Acceptance of an emol emolument, I'm going to get that right by the end of this, need not be knowing. So Biden's need not be knowing. <laughs> so Biden's uh, pr protest protestations. Protestation. Oh, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> I said I wanted to be drunk by the time we were reading this article. Protestations of a lack of awareness of the funds, dubious given recent email evidence, are nevertheless unraveling. Unraveling. <laughs> Carlson's monologue summed up much of the evidence supporting the conclusion Biden has sold out America for his fi uh, family's financial benefit. This is just an article that some guy listened to Tucker Carlson's monologue one night yeah, and like, got... I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with this. I'm going to write 5,000 words about it. This is one step up from, like, seeing a tweet and doing an <laughs> yeah, article. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Biden and Biden family members profited from numerous influence peddling schemes involving America's enemies, engineered by Hunter and others, including Christopher Hines, son of climate czar John Kerry. <laughs> Reporting Hines. for duty, and it's John Kerry about to be executed for his crimes against Q. Yeah. Uh, not only netting Hunter tens of millions, but also financially benefiting James Biden and even Joe Biden himself. James Biden's so funny. He ran like a slip and fall law firm yes, in yes, yes, Florida. Florida. <laughs> and he was like, I have the president's ear on your K on your DUI case. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Moreover, Daily Mail reports confirm that Hunter and Joe shared bank accounts, and certain of these accounts purportedly received funds from foreign-controlled entities. Out of those accounts, the Bidens paid Joe Biden's expenses, belying Biden's often-repeated claim of no knowledge of his son's business dealings with foreign actors is, in addition to the banking evidence and correspondence related thereto, <laughs> a newly discovered email, first disclosed by the Daily Mail and shared by Carlson, establishing the claim to be directly contradicted. And then this is this is in parentheses to be false, <laughs> explaining what contradicted means. Big word. I read that yeah. pr pretty Th fast. This guy's going hard with the word count. He's like, I know. He's like, like if I hit over a certain amount of words, I get overtime pay. <laughs> technically, I I read right through that didn't understand virtually a, a word of it my takeaway is that uh biden is uh, a corrupt politician yeah, get the going, fuck out biden's of here. going to prison for admiralty law it's the same <laughs> thing it always is yeah if we can just get british sailors to impress biden <laughs> <laughs> and he legally has to join the british navy and can't be a president <laughs> joe biden's legally a private in the british navy swap the poop deck okay mac <laughs> i guess i've always been a sailor <laughs> yeah, they're sending, they're send, 
They're sending Joe Biden to Mumbai. What are we to believe? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. No, that's too, no. Lawrence of Arabia, but it's Joe Biden of India. <laughs> you can uh, you can play with that yourself at home, folks. Carlson presented over a, uh, a half dozen major Biden policies that aid communist China's quest for global dominion and undermine the national security of the United States. Among them. Biden's total lack of any meaningful follow-up on intelligence analysts' conclusion that they could not rule out that the CCP created COVID-19 as a bioweapon and intentionally released it internationally, killing 6.35 million Conservatives worldwide. need to stay on that because the truth of it is we probably fumbled that bag ourselves. Yeah, no, we probably <laughs> asked them to make it for us. We, we probably made it in China and then we're like, whoops. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Later. Exactly. <laughs> Like how we managed to uh, call the Spanish flu the Spanish flu, even though it was from, like, fucking Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biden's termination of the Trump-era counter-espionage China initiative, (laughs) whereby the DOJ and FBI endeavored uh, endeavored to interdict CCP theft of American intelligence and technology. Yeah, Trump told them they had to stop preventing Chinese spies, and then Biden said... Let the Chinese spies in. <laughs> cool. They're laying Dope. my senators, Mac. <laughs> exactly. Or Air Swalwell's not a senator. He doesn't have the. He doesn't the have trip. that kind of sway. No, I mean to be the new king of California. <laughs> no way. He can't dance in gruesome Gavin's court. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Feinstein than him. It's cool that that guy's going to be the emperor. Biden's destruction of the fossil fuel industry in favor of China-dominated wind and solar, affecting an enormous wealth transfer from the America Chinese, to China. Chinese, they have a monopoly on wind. <laughs> and wind the gods and their monks control them both. It's not fair that it's day there when it's night here. Yeah. We can't stop drilling for oil. What if China sends a rain spirit at us? <laughs> Uh, Biden's ignominious retreat from Afghanistan, ceding Afghan mineral wealth to China. Well, I mean, we didn't. That cede, was all ours, we, man. Yeah, we didn't cede Afghan the you know the Afghan Central Trust's wealth to anyone but you know ourselves. And now I don't know if you guys saw this. The IMF just approved Afghanistan for a six billion dollar loan. We stole seven billion dollars from them. <laughs> Hoodwinked. Incredible. Ugh. Yeah, but it's cool that this guy's a real Afghan head. He's like, no, dude, just 30 more years. We got it this time. We're going to mine all the lithium and just get out, bro. Exactly. Uh, Okay, I didn't know about this. This is is actually, um, you know, kind of boosting uh, Biden in my poll book. Uh, Biden's termination of Trump's ban on Chinese surveillance via WeChat and TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> Biden undo I, I undo like the it. TikTok I band. think they should know what you're doing. <laughs> what do you have to hide from the Chinese Communist Party? I don't want to delete TikTok, man. I like yeah. the dances. <laughs> Biden's algorithm is just those videos of like handsome boys wearing cowboy hats <laughs> saying "Come to Papa." <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Hat. Yeah, they they have like a fat lip packed and they're like looking <laughs> yeah. into the camera. Uh, the Biden DOJ BF simulator. <laughs> the Biden DOJ's arrest of China critics Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon on bogus charges. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What was Steve Bannon arrested for? Some sort of blood counterfeiting ring? Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's got a bunch of fake blood he's been trying to unload. <laughs> Uh, Biden's approval of Huawei licenses enabling the CCP to control the auto computer chip market, <laughs> and, and uh, right, we should have gone to war with uh, for you know with Taiwan over that. We should have invaded Taiwan. Taiwan's been claiming like you know like China all this time too, and even more stuff. So yeah. like we could put an end to that by claiming Taiwan. Well, I'm saying if one of them goes and takes the other, like, this has been a a decades-long thing that we ought to just stay out of. If Taiwan takes China, I'll give it to Shanghai Shack. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) But but we can't intervene either way, is all I'm saying. Then it's not fair. Uh, and the last the last crime that Biden committed was uh, his planned cessation of Trump-era tariffs on China imports. So he also ended the Trump Trump China trade war thing. He's trying to figure out how to make your McDouble cost a penny less. 
<laughs> hog. Yeah. Uh, we should add to Carlson's list of Biden's complete refusal to defend the United States from entry of highly lethal Chinese-made fentanyl pouring into the United States through our unprotected southern border every day. I, I like it. Fentanyl's good for you. <laughs> I take it every day, Mac. We need more. He probably has fentanyl it comes patches. From the earth. It's medicine. He's probably in like absurd pain at any given moment. He probably has fentanyl patches all over his body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like an addict. Yeah. He's taking the limitless drug just to like remember a slur from 1917. <laughs> uh, Biden apparently thinks he can get away with the con- uh, with his consistent pattern of aiding communist China at the expense of the United States, suffering no rebuke from the mainstream media, the American people, the Congress, or the courts. But the naivete that led the Nixon administration to embrace, oh, God, detente detente with China no longer dominates Americans' perception of Xi Jinping's brutal communist regime. Despite the general media blackout on serious coverage of the China threat, most Americans now realize, particularly in the wake of China's, China's violent suppression of freedom in Hong Kong and enslavement organ harvesting, and selective murder from among an estimated 1.8 million people in CCP concentration camps. Uh, (laughs) China snuff out freedom. Chinese totalitarianism. It's the same thing it always is. China's doing the Holocaust. It's actually worse than the Holocaust. They do more slavery than we do. How bad was the Holocaust anyway? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're doing more slavery than we do. Their violent suppression is actually worse than ours. Yeah, their version of Nestle buying all the water in Africa is worse than our version of Nestle buying all the water in Africa. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) We actually don't have the most slaves on Earth in our prison system. No, China's got secret prisons that would still put them under our number. (laughs) Right, right. Uh... China was not reformed or westernized by capitalism, as Nixon and Kissinger presumed, and it has never been truly capitalistic. Rather, the CCP embraced a state-controlled and state-directed capitalism under its and PLA control and has used its entry into the international community not to compete fairly, but to undermine and defeat the West by exploiting every weakness. Good. Fuck you, asshole. Uh, is this guy saying, uh, that, uh, that, uh, Dang was like revisionist scum, and that they should have they should have stuck to the hard line. What he's saying, <laughs> if he was honest, is that we only have Mickey Mouse rings. And as soon as China started putting some real effort into it, drafted some real players like Xi Jinping, uh, they started putting numbers on the board, and we can't really compete with that. He thinks it's not fair. Yeah, I think it's hard work and attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe in the and maybe in the next like. A quarter millennia will be able to come back as their uh, foot soldiers or something. Maybe I can. One can only hope. Yeah. You know, Xi Jinping doesn't leave the basketball court until he makes a hundred free throws in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Yeah, I did read that actually. That's the dedication. I got that in a YouTube short with the Sigma music behind it. Dennis Rodman, <laughs> Xi Jinping, and Ken Jong Il all just smoking blunts just, in North Korea. And just fucking sinking threes. <laughs> Cross court, behind the back. Just... North Korean citizens are not allowed to sink threes. Yeah. <laughs> Only, only, only the dictator is allowed only to sink Only supreme leader is allowed to sink a half-court shot. You're not allowed to be tall in North Korea, actually. <laughs> You're not allowed to be taller than Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is the globetrotters. <laughs> the citizens are the generals. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, they just have a general. Uh, general. So it's Kim Jong-il as all of the globetrotters. <laughs> and the generals are just like various South Korean leaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going under him, going over. <laughs> I, lo- I looked it up, fellas. The Globetrotters are only in Europe the rest of this year. Damn. We'll have to try again next year. I guess they do trot the globe. They do trot the globe. I was laughing about getting a tattoo of a bang gun, but the flag says I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> All right, uh, we are almost done here uh, by exploiting every weakness in the West, doing so uh, to fulfill the ultimate PLA aspirations, which call for global dominion. If anything, detente served as a CCP PLA springboard, enabling communist China to leap ahead in its quest to officiously, officiously, officiously. 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, fuck Richard Nixon, stupid fucking lefty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, officiously, uh, I guess like intermeddle, like on the offense. Officiously intermeddle with, expand malign influence among, and exercise economic and political control over countries worldwide. China- not like we do. Just yeah, no, not like we do. No, because we're good. Yeah, they're they're stepping on our bag. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> China's. What chi- are you doing building Zimbabwe ports and, and such? That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to uh, pretend to do. Yeah. China's Belt and Road Initiative, its suppression of Hong Kong, stifling all forms of dissent, its influence peddling throughout the West, its bribery of government officials worldwide, its global espionage. We famously don't have global espionage. We don't do any of that. None of this. Well, I'll tell you what we don't do is the the Belt and Road Initiative. James Bond is a movie about the Han Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... And its strategic alliances with enemies of the United States have left freedom and free peoples under assault everywhere. We are in a defensive posture while China aggresses. It is high high time everyone awoke to the real world of CCP aggression. China is at war with the West. China conceives of war as a long-term endeavor where it befriends and then weakens its opponents, leaving them vulnerable to Chinese influence and control. What does that uh, remind you guys of? A little country maybe called Iraq? You're buying our pop music and wearing our blue jeans. That's <laughs> what they say when you get a cultural victory over someone in Civ Five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In this way, China's war against the West can be conceivably won without ever having to fire a shot. It is a war many in the West do not recognize, but a war nonetheless. Michael Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> what does what the pastry man say? Come on, Michael. Do you know the muffin man? <laughs> <laughs> do you know the muffin top man? <laughs> Michael. Yeah, so I'm basically like a China expert. Michael Pillsbury well explains China's approach to global domination in the in his The Hundred Year Marathon book, I guess, in his The Hundred Year Marathon. If you want good content about Chinese global domination, you should watch the anime Kingdom that I am currently watching, which is a Chinese anime about the Warring States period, and the main character wants to become the greatest general China has ever known, okay. and conquer all of China. Okay, respect. <laughs> it's it's awesome. It's so fucking sweet. <laughs> that beast. China before communism. Uh, yeah, but it's run by Chinese or communist China, where you're just like watching this guy earn the mandate of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something. Uh, when I'm in charge and running the show, uh, if you're an author and you wrote a book I don't like, I get to take two copies of it and like smack you in the sides of the head with them. <laughs> and if you wrote a big, heavy, stupid book, then That's it's going to hurt real bad. Yeah. If you wrote thin paperback, you know. Like, the laptop from hell, that's not going to hurt too bad. No, but it would still hurt. It would sting. It would sting, yeah. It's like clapping your... Clapping your... Somebody... And I got big, strong arms, so, like, I would... They'd probably be... (laughs) They'd probably be, you know, a little ears ringing, but... (laughs) That's not until I'm in charge. All right, well, let's finish this up with the last uh, thousand-word paragraph here. Hell, yeah. (laughs) This is the hundred-year marathon that he's talking about, is... It's him writing this article. Yeah, getting through this fucking drivel. Uh, When the dust settles following the 2022 midterms, if Republicans are ushered into the majority in the House, and possibly the Senate, they must act post-haste not only to investigate the Biden's corruption, which threatens American national security, but also to to introduce and pass bill after bill to counter the China threat at home and abroad, shutting our border... Shutting our borders to Chinese nationals, each of whom is apprised by party officials before leaving the country that it is a citizen's duty to serve the will of the CCP if called upon, and that includes acts of espionage. That's that's cool. I'm sure that's true. He wants to put George Takai back in the camps. <laughs> uh... Ferreting out and prosecuting with stiff penalties all engaged in spying for China in the United States and building a second-to-none military, one that can thoroughly counter Chinese dominance in the South China Sea, defend Taiwan, and neutralize every other potential Chinese military advantage in the world. See... 
the problem with Chinese spies over here is, you know, our guys are not as good as them. They can't find them. In China, they execute, like, two dozen CIA officers, like, you know, twice a year. It's just, like, the idea of your average Anglo trying to blend in in China. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. What's the the book, like, The American or whatever? Oh, that shitty show we watched, that FX show, The Americans. No, there's like it's it's like some like old like book or something about like a like a CIA guy in Vietnam when uh, the French are like getting fucked up. The Quiet American, maybe. It doesn't matter. Well, that's what Americans are known for: being quiet, <laughs> staying quiet. Yeah, uh, and building a second-to-none military, one that can thoroughly counter Chinese dominance in the South China Sea defend Taiwan, and neutralize every other potential Chinese military advantage in the world. So, even in this guy's thing where he recognizes that China is the most powerful country ever, uh, and, you know, has an incredible military, he still thinks we're gonna go over there and just bombard them from the ocean. That's so stupid. He wants the bipartisan We Killed Rosa Luxemburg bill to, like, start a new new, uh, HUAC committee against, uh, us. Yeah, against me. <laughs> he to send me to prison for my beliefs that he's funny and dumb. Yeah, if this guy wants fucking war with China so bad, he should go try and do it himself. Like, no, exactly. idiot. Yeah. Uh, Alright. He bombed Korea every night. Exactly. We're gonna finish up here. Uh, no doubt the compromised Joe Biden will veto those bills. But every, <laughs> but every effort must be undertaken to pass them and to override Biden's vetoes with a two-thirds vote of both houses. The effort must be undertaken because the ultimate survival of freedom at home and abroad very much depends on reversing every concession Biden has made to the CCP. Thank God, folks, the conservatives are going to force the vote. Yeah, we need money to, uh, you know launch missile strikes at roads that China has built in Zimbabwe. Hey, there's nothing that makes an American more angry than, like, a a China building a road. Oh, yeah. What do you mean it didn't cost a billion dollars? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean the mayor's son didn't do it by himself in his pickup truck? (laughs) Yeah, with his best friend. A few of his best friends. It took them all day. Okay, well, uh, we're going to wrap up our China watch, our uh, our Bobert watch, uh, the other things we talked about, Bigfoot, our Bigfoot watch. Still out there. Mm-hmm. Folks, as long as Bigfoot's out there, there's still a chance for you to become his $5 million mechanical man, oh, yes. i.e. Venture Bros. Thank you Let's for listening go. to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at BoomerDeathPod. We'll and Instagram. linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye bye See ya. Toodles.